Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Project Tech Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Garcia, and right next to me is Kelvin Rolone. How you doing today, man? What's going on, man? How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Guys, if you're joining us for the first time, we are the podcast where we talk about tech and gaming. Now, Kelv, we are playing a game this, this, this past week. What game have we been playing? We've been playing Pokemon Unite, and it's been a fucking blast, dude. It's been great. It's been good times. It's been like old times, you know what I mean? When you find out, when you, like, it, the game comes out of the blue, right? And you're just like, oh, shit, like, this is pretty good. And then everyone just starts coming in, and, every, like, all your friends start playing it, and then you just have a blast. That's that type of, like, this is what this is right now, you know what I mean? We're living in that era again, like how we used to play, pick up a game, like, out of nowhere, and then, like, all of our friends start playing it. Like, this is it. It's great. For sure. Well, the reason why I ask you, Kelv, is because that is our first topic. Before we get into our first topic, let's go through them. So uh, we're going to talk about Pokemon Unite one weekend. Topic two is going to be the best and worst Metal Gear Solid game in the series. Topic three will be PlayStation 5 is Sony's fastest selling console ever. So let's jump in. Let's talk more about Pokemon Unite. Let's do it. Let's do it. We're a week. We're a weekend. All right. I want you to give me your thoughts on it. One hundred percent. Like, what is what is your what is your line of thinking here? Like, why are we playing? Why do we love this game so much so far? Well, I've we've played what two or three days of it, and um, well, I played two or three days of it at least, you know, together. But last week we talked about how. Um, you you know you gave your impressions of the game and I haven't played it yet so this was my week to kind of give you guys my impressions and so far I have to say I'm having a really fun time I think the the whole MOBA esque type of genre never really clicked with me again we talked about this last week where you and Ryan try to get me into um, League of Legends and you know I, I kind of understand why it's so popular but I just never was able to kind of grasp why it was so popular for for everyone why why do people keep coming back to it right and so along comes pokemon unite and i knew i didn't know anything about it but when i actually started you know researching i'm like oh it's a mobile game i'm like eh i got into it we played a few couple rounds and i was in it's just so i think the best thing that you can kind of describe it as it's so easy to get into um, it's so user friendly. You you're, you're you don't really have to understand the whole MOBA esque um, formula for you to grasp Pokemon Unite because they do it in a way it's, where it's so simplistic. You know that you have a Pokemon, you have five players on your team, and your goal is to score the opponent's side. That's really it, right? Now, how you do that is a different story. You have to learn uh, Pokemon's. Uh, basic attacks and then their evolutions and then what's uh, a better pokemon to go based off of like you know if they're going from the top bottom or center so there's a little bit of um a learning curve there but it's really not that bad i think the the main thing that keeps me going here is just that one it's pokemon right it's it's interesting enough because we grew up with pokemon so it's familiar. And the fact that it's familiar and then the fact that you can play with your friends and you're just kind of like doing these strategic moves, trying to get from point A to point B, trying to score on the opposing opposing team. It just makes it fun. And it's just I don't know. It's just it's just cool to play right now. I think it's like the it game right now. You know, I think so, too. Everyone that we're that's playing this game is that they're loving it. You know, we had John, our, one of our, our good buddies. He just started playing. It was the first day playing with us. And he's like. He like texted us and he's like, I'm addicted. Like this is, mm-hmm. and, and that's what it is. This game is very addictive. Um, but what makes it addicting? Like, what is it? Anything I said? Like, I don't know if that's the case because I feel like other games do the same thing. You know, they have a, a interesting formula and then you kind of roll with it. Like, what makes this game so addicting? I think because of the simplicity of it, right? Yeah. How it's yeah. kind of like it's a MOBA, but it's like okay, first you just have to capture this Pokemon and. I'm going to tell you, I think the tutorial does a great job in explaining on what to do in the game. Yeah, again, that's one of the other things that it's just simple. It's like, hey, do this. Like it, They break it down into baby steps, right? Like, move around. Like, just move the analog stick. And then, oh, just kill this Pokemon by press device, by, like, smashing A all the time. Like, all right, now go from point A to this little, like, goal-looking thing. And then just, like, 
just go, like score. That's it. And then you kind of keep doing that. And you're like, oh, I get the premise of the game pretty much. And what is, what is strange about the game is that it doesn't show you the score, right? But at first I was like, this is dumb. Why wouldn't you show me the score? But as I'm playing more, I'm like, I think I know why they don't show you the score. So you're, you're continually guessing, like, are we in the lead? Are we not in the lead? Are we in the lead? Are we not in the lead? You know? So it's like a whole back and forth of we have to make sure we like are staying in the league because we can't actually see up to date who's scoring yeah, what, you know? For sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm still kind of like, what if it'd be better if it did have the the score? Like if you can just kind of toggle between the score or not. But it does make it kind of cool, right? Like when you're finished and you're you feel like you're kind of toe to toe on the opponent team, and then you see that you won or you lost, like after like the end credit. Like I think that's kind of cool. Um, so I it think keeps you cool, guessing, you know. Yeah, and the, and the fact that like there's such a big comeback potential when playing that game, like you're not out until like it's late in the game. Like you could get sure, be getting sure. destroyed, but mm-hmm. if you get that Zapdos and you score on it, yeah, you can win the game. I kind of so. wish Zapdos um, spawned in different parts of the map instead of just in one spot. Be one to be make... randomized or no? More randomized, but then but it can't be obviously near the bases because that would be like cheating like right maybe the bottom or it would probably middle. be bottom top or middle right like i feel like that'd be a little bit more interesting or maybe it, or maybe if he uh spawns in the middle and then he like flies away to like the top or to the or to the bottom like yeah. i think that would make it a little bit more interesting like as you're fight as you're hitting it he just flies away and everyone starts running towards the bottom and shit um yeah i, I think it's more of like being with a moba it's like all about being consistent sure when sure you do like little changes it affects the gameplay that much more what I want to see is, like, the future of this game. Like, they can add Articuno. They can add Moltres, you know, and, like, on different parts of the map or something like that. But mm-hmm. this game is is just a weekend, and already it's making waves, and people are already, like, loving this game. Um, is this something that you see yourself sticking with? Uh, for the, from the time being, yeah. Right now, like, I'm having a blast with you guys playing. And even I, I try to, like, even in the mornings now, I've recently been trying to just play one match or so. Um, just before work get your reps in (laughs) so i think as of right now i i I am definitely hooked i do want to see what other characters they continue to bring in and just you know i'm enjoying what i'm doing right now you know i don't know if i'm gonna be in it for the long haul because i feel like at some point it will get like stagnant it would just kind of be the same thing over and over um but who knows? Like right now, I'm having a blast. Like it's, it's just it, it keeps bringing you back, especially yeah. if you're addicted to the formula. But if also, but also if you're, um, kind of with if you if you enjoy playing a specific Pokemon, like you kind of want to just keep playing that Pokemon and, um, trying to see different types of items that you can kind of miss and match, right? So that way you can kind of improve on your attacks and stuff like that, or your defense. Um, so there's different things that you can do to kind of make it more interesting. Um, like right now, I think if I had if I if I had a pick of character right now, who's my favorite? It would probably be Ninetales, right? And like I'm also interested in saying, hmm, let's see what kind of uh, items can I use to change their stats or to improve my yeah. speed and things like that. Kind of keep me keeping going, you know? Yeah, I think that's the key to it, right? Is like the characters, right? Again, Nintendo Pokemon has like 900 critters to work with right like sure. that character library is huge also i hate that you just called them critters but whatever uh, you know they're, they're critters critters <laughs> um but yeah I, I think this game has a ton of potential as long as they keep supporting it and keep adding those characters and making these these uh these new gameplay mechanics you know keeping them fresh right yeah I, I now, do want them to uh, add a little bit more. I mean, obviously, it just it just came out, right? So I'm expecting a little bit too much right now. But I want them to add more, like, maps. And I know we talked about this yesterday night where they do have maps, but just not in, like, the main um, in, like the main kind of build of the game. You can kind of play that in different parts of the game. But I, I kind of wish they had a few maps to kind of pick and choose from. And that kind of, you know, changed things up a little bit. I think it'd be cool even if they just did skins over the maps. You know what I mean? Like maybe instead sure. of the legendary legendary bird being Zapdos, make it Moltres and make it like a fiery map or something like that. You know what I mean? It's just, just something that at least change it up a little bit so it looks a little different. Or, or, or make or or add some type of like like I don't know like maybe the top will kind of have like an incline to get up to the top, like something that kind of different 
traversal like landmarks landscapes and stuff like that that can help change i just i, I want something that adds to the map not just a flat map so that the, you go the problem with what you're saying is that it's a moba and mobas tend to use be the same just, map oh, that's how legal okay. that's how league of legends is league of legends is the same map over and over again um dota to it's the same map um Does it all get of stale? these moba games it, it never gets stale because the game it's less about the map and it's more about your specific character you know what i mean sure. if, yeah. if you think about super smash brothers for example right all the maps are basically the same you either play on battlefield or you play on final destination sure right so mm-hmm. like you're never you're never changing the map per se. It's never you're not you're not picking like the crazy version of the map, like the normal version. You're always picking a battlefield or a final destination. So it's like, but you don't notice yeah. that. True, true. So this yeah. is kind of like the same thing. It's it's not about the map itself. It's more about the champions that are the characters that are on the map fighting each other and, and like honing your skill and, and and getting and controlling it. So I think you'll start seeing that. Like you'll start being like you're not even going to worry about the map as much anymore because you're going to be so worried about how well you can make your character perform during a game that yeah. you're not. I, know, I mean, I think I get what you're saying with the whole MOBA thing, and that's how they've always been. But stick with me. Like, with, with your example there with Super Smash Brothers, like, yes, the maps really don't make a difference in, the, in that game, but the characters do, right? You're fighting different opponents. You're fighting different players. So that changes up a little bit, right? And even, even Smash Brothers can get a little stale at some point, right? But... At least for me, I'm I'm worried that with this game, the 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 speed, the the, the, the how how fast your Pokemon go, and the, the speed of the game in general. And I, I know they're 10 minute games, which is nice, but sometimes just the going from point A to point B just gets kind of like dull. Sometimes if there was some way to improve the 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 map somehow and have like different inclines or different things that can kind of prompt you to go faster or or something that I don't know. It, something that tweaks the, the, the level sort of so that it gives you an advantage or maybe a disadvantage. Um, I feel like that would help entice people to play more. And I know that's kind of moving away f- towards a different kind of like landscape from what MOBAs are used to, mobile players are used to, but maybe that might be a good change, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think this is uncharted territory for Nintendo. I don't think it's going to happen. This, but I don't think it's going to change. Yeah, it, I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. But it is something that, you know, they, they, they could look into, even if it's like a different game mode. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, yeah, exactly. Even like, if it's just not, change it up. You're Pokemon. You could do whatever you want. People will like, like it. You know what I mean? Um, so one thing I kind of want to touch on with this game is the online. Given the fact that it is Nintendo online, it's not terrible. It's really good. Dude. Yeah, it's not bad. For, and when I say not terrible, I'm saying it's 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 good for Nintendo. Like I'm, I was surprised because in Smash it's like very whoo, you know what I mean. But this game, it's like I, yo, I say it's exceeds it exceeds my expectations. Like the, yeah, you load up on matches super fast. You know what I mean. Depending on if everyone presses the fucking damn button, right? Everybody is able to get into a match like like super quick. Yeah. So I think that's the key too is the fact that they made this game. Hang on, work second. online Hang on, yeah second. my dog is <laughs> yeah, it's okay yeah they made this game super easy to to go to get into a match it's like a 10 minute match <laughs> and you're in right away there's no like there's really there's lag but it's not as prominent as other nintendo games sure um sure. so that's why I'm, I'm very impressed with the way nintendo did this and I think it's only going to get better, right? Um, yeah. Let's talk about how Nintendo was talking about improving their online experience, right? Mm-hmm. I, I think this is it. This is all, a, a only game like a full game online. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so so far, they're hitting all the all the the, the nails right now because because I think this game does such a good job with like you, like we were talking about simplicity, right? But also just kind of leaving you to do what you want like if you want to play the game sure if you want to customize your character you can like there's just little things that it doesn't overstay its welcome like the game just does what it needs to do you want to pick up and play you play it you know what i mean it's not like there's a bunch of loading screens or there's something that's kind of like getting in the way with the paywalls like i I heard before playing this game that the paywall issue would be a huge you know issue it's not but i haven't 
I haven't had an issue with it at all. Have you? Well, I did learn something mm-hmm. today. Uh, that the gold that you get for the game, you get capped yeah. every week to earn it. You can only make up to two thousand gold in a given week, I believe. Yeah. You can't make more than two thousand gold, which kind of sucks if you think about it, because each champion or each each Pokemon is like at least six thousand gold. So if you're yeah. capping up, you're capping at two thousand after release of gold every week. It would take you three weeks of playing mm-hmm. to get a new character, which kind of forces you to want to pay actual money to get the the characters faster. Because sure, that's well, all. I mean, if you're if you're invested in the game, if, if you want to spend the money and you're invested, exactly. You know, you got you got they got to make some money somehow, right? And I mean, like they're they're. If you're able to if you're able to um to get a Pokemon every three weeks, to me that's fine. I'll grind out three weeks to get another Pokemon. Like I don't mind waiting, you know. Um, I know I can see some people just kind of wanting to get the Pokemon first, but if that's that's on them, if they want to spend the money, that's perfectly fine, you know. Um, but at some point they have to kind of give an incentive to to buy this. Uh, if you want to buy the battle pass, if you want to buy coins or whatever, you know, like. Um, I think they do it the right way. I don't think it's 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 wrong. I don't know. What do you think? No, I mean, I think it's kind of confusing with the different currencies. Like, they have the gold, they have the tickets, and they have the crystals. That's true. Yeah, there's so many currencies and so many things that you get from different parts of the, of, the, um, uh, of you know, like, you can... There's a lot of menus. So many things. Yeah, there's yeah. so many places to claim things. Like, just give me one consecutive consecutive place that I can just claim everything. So I think they'll, I'll think they'll switch that up. I think they're going to improve that for sure, just because. Yeah. Um, now, the Nintendo OLED comes with the built-in LAN port, and this game is only online. So I do think this is the beginning of Nintendo really fixing up their online and making it more robust. Sure. You know? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, you play with yours docked still, right? Till this day, man. So, and it's, do you have, do you have, do you have, a, do you have connected to the LAN? Oh uh, yeah, mine mine is connected. Um, yes, or is yes, it wireless? It is. It is, okay. it is connected. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just raw dogging it right now with the with Damn, the Wi-Fi. Dude, that's rough. That's why we get disconnected all the time. You know? No, I just get it. No, my connection is pretty good to the house, so I'm, I'm yeah, not too yeah. worried about it. Um, but yeah, any any final thoughts about Pokemon Unite right now? Um, I I would never have I would have never thought I would have gotten into a mobile game, and here I am playing a mobile game. And having a good, having a blast. Like it's just again, it it's fun to just pick up, play, ten minute matches. So you're not really investing too much time. Um, and the the game is it's accessible, but also it 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 it's it's how do I say this? It's like it's okay. It doesn't allow you to waste time. I guess if that makes exactly. sense. Exactly. So it's, it's like, like you're- you. Start the game and then you're ready to go. You pick your character, it gives you a couple minutes, and then you're you're just playing. You know exactly, and that's and then what I love about it. So if you lose or whatever, you lost you lost ten minutes of your life, and there's then no you're penalty. starting to win. Yeah, if yeah, you leave, exactly. there's no penalty. Like it's an easy game to get into. I recommend it. We just got Caleb into it, and he he likes it. It seems like so. Um, it's fun. I have I'm having a good time. I just hope they continue to um, you know improve on it and uh, just keep adding new characters and stuff. You know. Yeah, for sure. I, um. You said your main was Nine Tails. My main is Nine Tails, and if I had to pick another main, um, it would probably be Gengar. Gengar. Yeah. I'm I'm kind of digging Slowbro and uh, Lucario. Those are kind of the two right now. Mm-hmm. And like a little bit of Absol, but I still have to like experiment with everyone and stuff like sure, that. Sure. Like I don't really like sticking with one character. I kind of like jumping around and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm excited for Blastoise. Blastoise is coming out, I think, next week. So yeah. we'll see how he plays. Oh yeah. Uh, let's move on to the next topic, Kelf. Your the our favorite Metal Gear Solid game versus the worst one. Okay. All right. So, Kelvin, Metal Gear Solid is your favorite game of all time, like your favorite series of all time. All right. So, I'm going to ask you to go first. Right. Mm-hmm. We're going to start with the worst one. What is the worst Metal Gear Solid game in the series? Now, there are two stipulations to this, Kelf. We're going to break it up. We're going to break it up by spinoffs, and we're going to break it off in the main series. Okay. okay? Because I feel like it's not fair if I say, what's the worst one? You're going to say, some stupid one from spinoff. You're going to be the worst one. So I want right, you to do right. for main series to... So let's start with the 
spinoffs. Okay. Okay. I'm going to give you a list of the spinoffs here. Sure. We have Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid Acid on the PSP and mobile. Metal Gear, Sol- Metal Gear Solid Acid 2, PSP, mobile. Metal Gear Solid Portable Ops. I'm not going to keep saying Metal Gear Solid. Um, Rising uh, Revengeance. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Survive. Out of those, which one I mean, was the worst? It- this is also kind of unfair, right? I mean, if you look at this list, <laughs> Which the one that is sticking out like a sore thumb is Metal Gear Solid Survive, right? Okay. Before you before you pick that one, did you try the Acid games? I have. Ever? Yes. I've okay. 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 I've, ne- I've never beat them, I'm going to be honest, but uh, I've played them, yes. So, so I, I'm, I guess I'm not a real Metal Gear Solid fan, I guess, but, um, but yeah. I don't know, man. I'm gonna agree. I'm agreeing with you. I'm in agreement with you. It's 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 survive. Okay. It's survive. It's survive. One hundred percent. There's no debating yeah. that, right? No. Survive was just a cash trying to a cash grab from Konami. Like, hey, we just lost Kojima. We have this amazing IP. He left. Like, you know, we 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 basically have all the um the assets. We have the grab the you know the engine the the Fox engine. Fox like, engine. Let's yeah. Use this. Let's use this for something. And so they came up with Metal Gear Solid Survive and. Sure enough, it was horrible. It tanked, and it just was not what anyone wanted. So, yeah, I would say this is the worst spinoff of all time. If you guys don't know where Survive is, it's basically a uh, survival, almost it was a zombie game, a horror horror game. Yeah, sure. a survival horror game yeah. where like you had to like defend yourself against the, the there was like zombies that started taking over the the shell. Um, what was the name? Of, uh, what was the name? Haven was it Outer Haven? He was building Outer Haven. Yeah, yeah, Outer Haven. Um, so yeah, it it was just so there was no soul in it. It. I remember when they showed the trailer. Yeah, I was actually upset. I was sad because I was like, really, you couldn't you couldn't just let it die. You couldn't I, just I, let yeah, it die. Exactly. I was just gonna say they could just let it die. Don't try to put your spin on it, Konami. Like it's just not gonna work. So, but here we are. Yeah. I think it was a spit in the face, you know, for for the Metal Gear Solid fans. Like, yeah, it's just still Metal Gear Solid, but there's no because is Metal Gear Solid Metal Gear Solid without Snake? Is Metal Gear Solid Metal Gear Solid without Kojima? Literally, no. You know what I mean? Like, and yes, you're you. Well, to your to your question, it could be Metal Gear Solid Two was if you it's debatable, right? Like you you were playing as Raiden for a good portion of the game. Um, so so you're, yeah, right. there you go so there you go so it's not snake it's right raiden or sorry <laughs> kojima. What? it's 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 kojima like it's Metal Gear solid exactly. Metal Gear solid without kojima right exactly yeah. um all right so let's let's move on from the worst one because that clearly is the worst one easy the acid games were actually surprisingly good i they actually did bad. enjoy this I, I vaguely remember but they were they, you know from what i remember playing i i think i played more of one than two two i barely like touch this you know i, I yeah really touched it, that much it was a, it was a card mechanic right use yeah, the cards yeah. and deck to yeah. to move which is and that's right, what like, kind of that always like i don't know that t- steers me away for some reason like card-based games like i like card-based games but like when you try to like it's an obvious spinoff it's an obvious like cash grab type of spinoff you know where you have your like your huge main triple a series and now you're trying to throw some type of weird card game into the mix you know like that that kind of throws me off a little bit um but but yeah uh, and, and surprisingly, they never came off of Metal Gear exclusively for the Vita. They had a bunch for PSP, yeah. but never for, for the Vita, which I'm surprised they never did that. Um, did they release Ground Zeroes for the Vita? Did, was Vita able to... No. No, no right? No. I don't know why I thought it did. Okay. But let's move on to the best one out of the spinoffs. Okay. Okay. So again, with that list, so which one are you thinking? I... You know what? I don't know. That's a tough. I I would probably it would have to be either Portable Ops or uh, Revenge or Rising Metal Gear Solid Rising. Okay. Um, and I know for you, I think you're leaning more towards Rising because oh that's just, yeah, that's, that's just a robber type of game. You that's know just I mean? right up my alley. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, Portable Ops was cool though, but and we'll we'll talk about this a little bit later once we get to the, to the, the main the series. But yeah. I just feel like 
Rising was a little bit too much. The Rising was a little, like, a little ridiculous in that sense. You, it was more, it was too over the top for Metal Gear, like kind of like that. Yeah. And I know Platinum and Kojima were working on this Platinum Games and Kojima, but it was just still a little, a little crazy. And give me one second because my dog is. I'm gonna take. Yeah, no. she's being annoying. Yeah, you're, you're good. But yeah, Rising. For you guys don't know, you took the reins uh, of Raiden from Metal Gear Solid 2, and he was full cyborg ninja at this point. Um, it was a very action-oriented game. Sorry about that. It, you're good. Uh, it was a very action-oriented game, and in a, it was it was similar in a sense of like a Devil May Cry type of game, uh, very platinum games, like a Bayonetta type oh, yeah. of game, like the way it played. Um, very fast-paced, very action-y. It still had a story and stuff, um, but it didn't feel like a full Metal Gear. Hence, it being a spinoff, because yeah. it, it didn't. It had. It was like a side story that happened. Mm-hmm. It didn't really fall into the Metal Gear universe. Um, that was kind of like my only gripe with the game was it didn't really link up with the main series, which I wish it did. Right. Um, more. Um, the last boss it did have a great cast of characters. Had a um, great cast. Um, bosses were cool. The soundtrack was amazing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, was, it was like a rock. And then the cutscenes were insane. Like the cutscenes were so over the top and just it had this type of uh, Devil May Cry look to it. Yeah, that you just couldn't. You, you you had to keep looking. And you're like, holy shit, what the fuck is going on on the in the screen right now? You know what I mean? And the so, production value was was still there. Yeah, definitely solid game. I mean, I, I know a lot of people would hate this like game out of like you know all the Metal Gear Solid games, but um, this one I think it was cool. It was different. It was just uh, a different take on Metal Gear Solid, um, and a different take on Raiden as well. You know, it, it, yeah, exactly. It you were allowed to actually play as him and be that cyborg ninja because you saw it in Metal Gear Solid Four. Like, I want to play. Why couldn't I play with him as that when he was in Metal Gear Solid Two? And right. now you actually got to play with him in, in a not as a tight, restrictive. You know how you know how Metal Gear Solid gameplay is. Yeah. It's a little more like tight, restrictive. You were able yeah. to actually be like a crazy ninja, do crazy shit. So, I do like when developers do that, where they take a a, a main game and they they add some type of spice to it, some type of like different. Um, you know, they kind of separate it from its own from from the main series and just kind of just go crazy with it. Just kind of have fun with it. Sometimes, you know. Um, it just it just kind of breaks the uh, the pacing of the game sometimes, and it just kind of gives you a little bit more insight on that particular character. It doesn't have to be over the top like how it, they did with Rising, but I do like when they kind of separate it and they just kind of uh, like focus on one specific character. Yeah, I think they're actually what were pl- they were planning on doing a two. I think they like hinted at oh, it at they? the end, but it never ended up ha- happening. Obviously, I wonder um, how well Rising sold. Go look it up. It came out on on PS. Uh... Yeah, I'm not gonna be able to find this really easy. <laughs> I thought I was gonna be able to find it really easy, but I will know. I will know that Rising was. The first Xbox 360 or Metal Gear 3, first Metal Gear game that released on Xbox 360. Oh, yeah, that's or true. Xbox. It wasn't a port. It was, they were released alongside because prior to that, Metal Gear was always exclusive to, um, to Sony, to PlayStation. Mm-hmm. So that was so the first. I, I have here. Sorry, mm-hmm. it says the game also enjoyed positive sales with PS3 and Steam versions, selling an estimated total of more than 1.2 million copies. Not bad. Not bad for a spin-off game that yeah. um, you know just kind of came out of nowhere. I also uh, was gonna say here. I lost my train of thought now. Damn it. Sorry. Um, but yeah, I think that one is easily. I think Portable Ops and that ones are worthy for for the spinoff series. You know, sure, it's sure. hard to do the spinoffs. You know what I mean? So, um, did you play Portable Ops? Like, a lot? I, I didn't play Portable Ops. I remember seeing it, but I remember it being pretty decent. Okay. All right. Here comes the big. Here's the juicy, juicy part. part. This go. is the juicy one. All right. What is the worst Metal Gear Solid? In the main series. I'm going to go through the list. Metal Gear. Metal Gear 2 Solid Snake. 
Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes. It's kind of the same game, but we're going to separate them a little bit. Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty. Metal Gear Solid 3, Snake Eater. Metal Gear Solid 4, Guns of the Patriots. Metal Gear Solid, Peace Walker. And Metal Gear Solid 5, Phantom Pain. Kelvin, what is the worst Metal Gear Solid game? This is a tough one, man. It, it's hard to say because are, are you specifically talking about story or are you talking about gameplay? Like, you can literally I want, break it I down want, I want your, your opinion out of all of the ones you've played, which one left you underwhelmed, I guess. Out of, and here's the thing. The answer for this is there's no bad Metal Gear Solid game. Out of the main series, all sure. of them are fantastic. They're all sure. great. All right. But, well, it's a little cheating in my sense because I, I did make a video a few weeks back. Um, okay. It, it was one part of our uh, Game of the Weeks, but if you guys want to check that out. Basically talking about Metal Gear Solid Five and how it was, although it was an amazing game, and amazing, amazing experience, it was a terrible Metal Gear Solid game. Um, and, and you know if you if you if you want to watch that you can check it out leave a link in the description there um, but a lot has changed my mindset has changed in the past few weeks in the past month or so and if i'm i'm looking at this list right now and although i do not like Metal Gear Solid 5 i would say that would probably be my worst out of this list mm-hmm. if i'm just specifically talking about story wise right Gameplay wise, a whole different story. Okay, so so you're gonna say story wise, Metal Gear Solid Phantom Pain. Right now. Okay. Now, gameplay wise, gameplay wise, Metal Gear Solid Five is top notch, the best Metal Gear Solid game, Metal Gear Solid experience of all time. Like you, if you want to play a stealth game, play Metal Gear Solid Five. Right. Okay. If you don't care about the story, play Metal Gear Solid Five. Now, I'm gonna I'm gonna ruffle some feathers here, and you're gonna ruffle my feathers right now. I'm gonna maybe not. I don't know. I want. I'm, okay. I'm curious to see what you what you think. But I think Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker is fucking overrated. Really, a lot I of people see. love that game. I know. I they know. Love that game. It's regarded and as one of the best PSP games ever. I know. And I'm and I'm like I, I played the game. I beat it, and I was left like you were saying a little underwhelmed. Now, it's weird because the story was. Decent. It was pretty good. I I did enjoy the story, but I felt like the boss fights were just like underwhelming. I felt like I was just playing or I was just fighting the same mechanical machines over and over. It just didn't yeah. really feel that metal, um, like that like that production like, value. Like that metal production gear. value was there, and I know it was a PSP game. I, I get that, but it just didn't hit like how I thought everyone was making it seem to be. You know. And I, and I played Peace Walker a little bit later in the game, so I didn't play it like on launch day or anything like that. But I just felt like the hype wasn't there for me. And I did like didn't the cutscenes. Didn't you the cutscenes was... Go ahead, sorry. play it on – I don't think you they, – didn't they re-release it on like PS3 or something? They that's, did, right? And it was a console release, so you got to play it on how console. I played it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Okay. Now, the cutscenes were great. I love the, the different uh, art style that they kind of chose. For that the, was, that the was very cool. It was that like was a – like cool. a, like a like a kind of like a comic book look, look yeah. to it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just felt underwhelmed playing the game, and I'm like, yeah, this is is weird. I don't know if I like this. So I was a little hesitant playing um, Metal Gear Solid Five because they kind of took a lot of what made Peace Walker and they brought it into Metal Gear Solid Five: Phantom Pain, right? Um, with the whole base, uh, you know, um, uh, Outer Haven and, and gaining and getting. Um, different um soldiers and, and recruiting people and all that stuff that i never was a huge fan of for metal gear yeah you know what i mean but you know whatever it is what it is my 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 worst my worst uh metal gear solid game is fans uh phantom pain and second to last there is probably peace walker for sure it is that that's that's understandable right i yeah. i would agree with you right okay but i can't deny that phantom pain was almost a perfect game mm. because the production was there. Everything oh, yeah. was there for it to be a, the perfect Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. Minus the falling out with Kojima and everything kind of getting all scrambled up. Yeah. Right. Remember there was like a missing chapter that they never actually, mm-hmm. it, it was like bare, very bare bones and it doesn't really fully tell you what happened because it involved liquid when he was a young, when he was younger. Right. Um, so, 
Liquid. That I think just the fact that that game had so much potential to become the greatest one of all time, I can't yep. rank it the lowest. I can't like because I did enjoy that game. That game was beautiful, and I, the whole time I was playing, I lo- I, lo- I loved it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, I it's you. a good. It's a good game. But if I had to say my least favorite Metal Gear of all time, Gelf, I'm gonna say you're gonna break Metal Metal Gear Solid Two: Sons of Liberty. Really? Wow. You know, and and it's because of the they they tricked he tricked you. He tricked you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You went through the there was a demo and you played a snake and on the fucking cover there was snake. He's look all badass with like you know the the cool you know that kind of cover, and then. They're like, you know what? You're this guy that you like love you played with Metal Gear Solid in and you loved him, you loved his character. You play as this guy now that you have no idea who he is. And and it wasn't like you started the game with him, right? It wasn't like right off the jump. Like you you got to play a snake. And then they were like yeah. They take it away from you. It, it, they took it away and they worked on developing him. And granted, that's another place where the gameplay was amazing, and that's what helped elevate that part because Ryan don't give a shit about Ryan. Like you're like, who, who's this little bitch? Oh yeah. You're this new character that you've never seen before. This blonde skinny dude. You're like, what the fuck? Like, well, this is not this badass like, you know, ex soldier type of character that you're looking to play as. And here you are playing him throughout the entire, you know, game, you know? Exactly. Uh, did I, I mean, ever tell you, I'm sorry. Did, did I ever tell you my, my thing with Metal Gear Solid 2? Oh, um, tell the story. I love it. Tell the story. This is a fantastic story. This was, so I, I bought the game. I'm playing the game. But this, you were a little – well, you should specify saying you were a kid. Like you're younger. Sure. I was whatever time this came out, 2001 I think it was. Yeah. Um, and the part where you uh, you know transition over to Raiden, I was like, what is going on? Like why am I this fucking character right now? So I thought the game glitched <laughs> basically. I thought there was something wrong with my, my copy of the game. So I restart the game at least twice. I'm like, something is wrong with my game. There's a glitch. There's a character I don't know. This blonde bitch here. I don't understand what's going on right now. So I literally thought the game was broken. And until I figured out, well, this is what they want me to do. So then I'm like, oh, maybe they just want me to play as this asshole for a few, you know, missions. And then I'll be back, you know, be back to playing Snake. And no, I mean, you see no. Snake obviously at some point, but he's Pliskin. And I was like, Pliskin, but you're you're not Pliskin. Like, I was just you're dumb. Sick. I was a dumb child. Did you lose your memory? <laughs> like what, what's happened? You have memory loss, bro. But I would never, I would never forget that. I'm like, yo, I'm not, I'm not Snake. I'm not this dude anymore. What's going on? And I like, so restarted. you restarted. You restart. You played the whole Snake part like three over. times over. Oh, oh but but to to be fair, I've played that Snake part a hundred times because I had to demo. And the demo stops to the uh, up to the part where where you, where you place right that bloodbath happens where um you're gonna go into the tanker and, and that huge cutscene happens where like the the um, Hudson River explodes and all that stuff happens like just well, before right, that well, yeah yeah right right comes middle gear right yeah, comes. that's well that well that's when all that like that's when the demo stopped so I played yeah. that whole mission with Snake multiple times even before the game came out because I had a demo for it um I think I bought what's that game called that Kojima made that. Sony Thunders. Yeah. I yeah, I love that, that game. Too. That game was so fucking fun. That was dope. Love yeah, that yeah. game. But yeah, so um, I played that a hundred times. So I was just trying different things out, killing guys in different ways. Like, you know, the the cool Metagross Solid stuff that you do, kind of like in Metagross Solid 5. And yeah, and I was sadly disappointed. But it's still, it wasn't my, my worst game. You know, I, I love... Uh, yeah, no, it was it was a great game. I'm not, I, again, they're not, all of these are not bad games. Yeah. They're all fantastic games. But just because of that element... Yeah. For me, brings it down. I didn't really um, appreciate it as much because it, it it took the character that I wanted to play as, and I can get to play as him. But I also that, got stuck for two months um, trying to figure out where the C fours were in the <laughs> when you were riding. Remember, you had to find out where the C fours were. You had to destroy them, or you have to. Um, oh, on the yeah, before it explodes or something like yeah, that. Yeah, before it explodes, yeah. I I was stuck for two months. No idea what to do. I stopped. Yeah, and, inter- and the internet was was very is that it was SFC at that time. Like yeah, you couldn't for really sure. find game sa- game facts and stuff like that. It was before mm-hmm. we found that stuff out. Um but yeah, so we got Middle Gear Solid five slash Peace Walker and we got Middle Gear Solid two on the bottom of our list. Yep. Um let's do the best ones now. Okay. Kelvin. You want me to go? Yeah. 
What's your What's your favorite one? My favorite game. I'm gonna just say Guns of the Patriots. Guns of that the Patriots is, is the epitome of like what Metal Solid is. It stands as like a a fan, right? That game gave you all of the fan service that you wanted and more, right? And it just had an amazing story along with great characters, great cutscenes, great gameplay. You know, less gameplay than anything, but um, a lot of it was uh, cutscenes. It, um, it was like honestly the almost the opposite of Metal Gear Solid Five. Yeah, like like it was it was a flip flop, right? Where yeah, yeah. Metal Gear Solid Five gave you the it best gameplay, gameplay. Yeah, it was all gameplay, but no, not as much story and cutscenes. Mm-hmm. Metal Gear Solid Four was you basically played an interactive movie, is essentially what it was. Basically, yeah. Um, so but it, it was just so like snakes. Snake's um, arc arc in this is just amazing, you know. Like, and I, I think I honestly think David Hayter did a phenomenal job of just bringing sick. bringing Solid Snake into that that kind of age bracket where he's kind of feeling his age, and and, and as the nano machines aren't working as much anymore, so you're starting to see just how bad like Snake is suffering internally, and also, you know, he's tired. He's a he's a tired soldier, right? Yeah. And I think uh, David Hayter did a great job of like really showing that, portraying that in Snake's voice, and it's just great, dude. It's such a great, it's such a great uh, portrayal of Snake in that in that in that series. I think a lot of it was the power of the PS3 at the time. Um, you were able to actually see the expressions on their faces and stuff like that, whereas yeah. on the PS2 and PS1 era, you you couldn't really see it as much, right? Um, yeah. PS3 was the first console where you're actually able to see. The expressions through the you know through the character not just the voices so you actually see like snake was in pain and like you know cry, tear and crying whatever you know what i mean versus on play when you saw one you can't see his eyes like it's you know what i mean it's just pixelated. yeah and, and metal solid 4 had so many like memorable moments like when i think of metal solid 4 i mean there's just so many it's just so much that happens every so many things happen. so much it's, i remember you know going I'm back going, to shadow moses that was Moses. ridiculous. Talking to big boss, like you're talking to uh, you're talking to big boss, like wild, right? Because you you don't really see him up until this point, right? You don't like you see you like you played Metal Gear, Metal Gear Two, but you don't really like this is the first time you actually interact with him, right? Yeah. As a player and as a as a character, um, so that was just awestruck. Well, right? well, then, technically it was it was it was Solidus, but he sure. Exactly. They put that, that, that it gets so convoluted. It's it, it crazy. Gets, it yeah, gets it gets complicated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just, at least for me, playing as a dumb child, I'm like, oh, like they talk about this big boss guy. I've never seen him before, but he's in this. He, he's in the lore of this of the story. I just don't know who he is. I know he looks like Snake, but then you actually see him, and it's it's just so weird. It's just such a such a crazy moment in gaming history for Metal Gear Solid. That it's like holy shit, you know what I mean? And then again, like you said, like going back to to uh, bringing going back to Shadow Moses and having it look the way it looks on the PS3, that almost brought tears to my to my eyes. Dude. Like, incredible, absolutely incredible. incredible. And you you go, I mean, we could go in, we could literally talk about this forever for for Let's hours. Oh, dude, I'm down. Like again, another moment when when Snake is in the in that fucking heat wave thing and he in that sauna looking thing and he's over here and you're just trying to like progress through it and you're just slowly burning to pieces literally literally like, turning into a crisp yeah it the, the fight with he... yeah like the fight with ocelot like there's just so many moments in that game that you just remember and you're like shit man like this was such a well done game like i love it it's my favorite game it, it's it's considered to me a masterpiece of a game um yeah. and I would consider it probably the perfect conclusion to any game. Yeah, I agree. Because you're left being like, okay, like, dude, I'm sad. I'm I'm, I'm, a two-hour cutscene. Yeah, like I'm sad. I'm extremely sad, but I'm happy because the way this series ended. You know, like they didn't have to make another one, which they did, and then we we know what happened, right? Sure. Um, I'm surprised it wasn't Metal Gear Solid Three because you love that game. Well, that it came close, man. So yeah. that's another one that I'm just like, I I love that game because I I played that. So out of all the games that I played for Metal Gear Solid, three was the most time that I've spent in any game. of the Metal Gear Solid games. Yeah, that game just it it it's that's another one that 
production value, uh, story-wise, gameplay-wise, was just out of this world, ahead of its time. It just has so many memorable moments as well. But when it comes to concluding the the saga, the, the saga from Metal Gear Solid, I think obviously Gun, Guns of the Patriots is that. But it, it just did such a phenomenal job of doing that in any game, at, like, you know, all together, like it just did, like you said, it's just like one of the best conclusions to a video game in general that I feel like that has to take my, that it just takes a spot. Yeah. No, I, I would agree with you like a hundred percent. I do agree with you. Um, it is not my top though. Okay. All right. It has to be three then. No, it's one. It's one. It's one. It's not one. It's not actually one. It's still, what? it's one, but so it's, it's the twin snakes. snakes. It's twin wow. snakes. And I'll tell you, it's not because of uh, like people a gameplay might hate or... you for that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you that. No, right now. I, I'm gonna tell you. Snakes. Let me let me hear let me hear me out about Twin Snakes. Okay. All right. I didn't really get into Metal Gear Solid, the original one. I was I didn't get really into it. Right. Like I saw you played it. I think I I don't know if I actually like beat it beat it. But we were younger when when we played. It. I remember you were we were in your room and there's a part where Snake is getting tortured. You have to like tap the button really fast. Yeah. Or else you die. Remember that part. Mm-hmm. And um. But I wasn't really into it at the time, right? Okay. And I think a, a, a large part of it was like the the graphics for me, right? Okay. The the cell not shell shaded the very pixelated graphics and sure it, whatever. And then this came out, and I'm like, oh, this is that same game, but you can actually see Snake's eyes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you can actually see like what's happening in these cutscenes and all that kind of stuff, and that added. That what gave me the story that I know and love. Like that actually painted the picture for me. Like, oh, sure. this is what this game is about. I actually can see the characters on like what I would picture in my brain. Right. 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 Like you see, you get to see Liquid and what he really looks like. You get to see Snake and what he really actually looks like outside of like just a picture of him on the little like uh, uh, what is it called? The little the Kodak. Kodak. Yeah. It's like so, some people's first time with uh, Final Fantasy VII, right? Like they're playing, like new newcomers now are playing Final Fantasy VII for the first time now that probably couldn't get into the original, right? Because, I mean, like me, I'm, I'm a perfect example, right? I couldn't get into the original Final Fantasy VII because it just looked like a horrendous pixelated mess. Um, and I just, just couldn't vibe with it. But playing Final Fantasy VII now, um, I, I vibe with it way more than, you know, the original one. So, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and just the fact that like it was like this this crazy espionage game, and I was able to actually take it in for the story, and I'm like, this hasn't been done before. This is amazing, and that's what kind of that's why it kind of holds a special place in my heart because of that sure. reason. Because it is the way I got into Metal Gear Solid, mm-hmm. and I and I love it for that reason. Right, is because it got it, it paved the way for me to actually get into this this story in this 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 you know the series so do i think it's the best one in the series as far as like the guest gameplay best story everything like that no but for me it's the best one because metagross solid was great though yeah yeah that's uh, twin snakes specifically though it had different cutscenes, so it it definitely everything everything was remastered everything was redone the introduction to ocelot that was a dope cutscene. like you know how they fight and all that stuff that was cool um and and it it just it Metal Solid in general had the probably one of the better like boss fights um than than some of the previous Metal Solids. Like yeah, I, I remember like Raven. Like you just have a really cool roster of of, of enemies and also Sniper the, Wolf. The, the Sniper Wolf were, fight was great. Yeah, the mat the I mean you can't beat Metal Solid three the end like that is the best. I I, I think I can boss Psych- no. Psycho Mantis. Psycho Mantis was nuts. At sure, the time. sure, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, like, Psycho Mantis was absolutely insane. Yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, I think we have a great list. I mean, we can't we can't you can't go wrong with either one of those games honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah. hey, if you're listening, let let us know what's your favorite Metal Gear Solid. And if you're watching, leave a comment below. Let's have a conversation about it. Yeah. Any closing thoughts about... Oh, actually, I do have a closing thought about it real quick. I know this is a long-ass topic, but whatever. (laughs) Um, Do you think Metal Gear Solid is dead? No. You don't think... Okay. So, hang on. Rephrase that. So, are you saying is it dead as in no one's talking about it anymore? Or is it dead as in is it like no games are... 
being done and like come like you know it's not going to come back at any time soon do you think it's going to make a comeback in the form of a remake or Metal Gear Solid 6 which is more likely to you I guess is a better question I think a remake would be much more a remake of one or a remake of the series completely I don't know (laughs) I mean (laughs) they already made the remake of the the first one right yeah Um, that that's yeah I don't know I, I think they would just remake one again. Just just redo it? I guess. Because it would have know, to be man. in such a big... But the problem is it would have to be such... If you look at that game, that game wasn't like a big scale game. You're the literally game in one place. hours to beat. Yeah, you're in one place. You're literally at this one base in China Moses and you don't leave and that's it, yeah. right? So I don't know how they'd be able to stretch that. I think... If they did do it, they would have to re. It would have to be so much bigger, right? Yeah. yeah. So it would be. And how would they? What would they do with six? Right? Or would they just go off of fan? Like fan pain was it was closing the arc between. Yeah. One, three, and one. So, it's like. I, I honestly they, don't think another Metagross Solid would ever come back. Like, like a Metagross Solid six. I, I find that it, really hard to believe. I just don't think there's anything else to talk about. There's any, there's nothing else to to follow up on, um, especially now with Kojima not not yeah. being there, right? So for them to kind of keep, I, I would honestly think for them to kind of keep Metal Gear Solid relevant is it would probably be remaking Metal Gear or remaking Metal Gear Two, um, and maybe kind of remaking the series one by one. Just oh, I want to get reimagined. Yeah. Reimagined, hundred percent. That's yeah, my only take. I think just this, it's just Snake too. Like everyone wants to, like Snake is the person. You know, whether it be Big Boss Snake or, or Solid Snake, like mm-hmm. that's that's the series hero. You know, it's like he's like the Master Chief of Halo. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, it's, we'll, it's we'll gonna s- be tough. Go ahead, sorry. I'm just gonna say that. The day that we're watching an announcement or something, and you see Solid Snake or Big Boss show his face in like PS5 graphics, like be ready because your just, ears are gonna fucking bleed. <laughs> the the you're gonna be screaming like a five year old, like yeah. you're gonna be screaming like mad. You're gonna yeah. be like freaking one hundred percent. I don't know, man. I don't. I also don't want to bring my hopes up because I know we've talked about it before. Where you know, there's a potential uh, Metal Gear Solid remake happening, um, but you, you just never know. I, I, I really hope that's the case, but at the same time, you just it, everything left between Kojima and Konami at such a bad uh, way that I just I, I don't know what the future holds for Metal Gear Solid, and I'm hoping it's something, right? Something could come out of this well people want it people want it one we know people right. want it but they 100%. can't they can't they can't continue the story like that's the problem no people no want but it, there's, they just have to remake the series over and over again but there's money to be made yeah and yeah. i think that is that is the key here is that there's money to be made and people want this thing there could be a thing where kojima and konami come back and be like okay like it's tough you know what I mean? Like, 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 let's let's do this. Let's make this happen, and we'll do it your yeah. way. You know, so um, we'll see. We'll, we'll see though. We'll we'll see. Um, yeah, hopefully Metal Gear will make an appearance too. Yeah, yeah. Last uh, thing for today, Kelf. Topic three: PlayStation Five is Sony's fastest selling console ever. Little tidbit here: the PlayStation Five has sold ten million units worldwide worldwide since its launch in November, reaching that number faster than any other console made by Sony, the company said on Wednesday. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. That's wild, dude. 10 million units. I mean, the question is how many units are in actual like consumers' hands and not, you know what I mean, and not in actual scalpers' hands? I I think I would say that's a percentage, right? I I don't want to say it's like half of them are. No, it's probably like 10%. Something like that. You know what I mean? It's not like a crazy percentage. It's a decent amount. Don't get me wrong. But right, right. Um, how were they able to pull this off? How did they were able to make the PS5 the fastest selling Sony console compared to the PS4? We're not going to talk PS3. We know why. Um, PS2. Um, again, I think 
word of mouth and the internet <laughs> honestly I, I feel like them leaving ps4 at such a strong um strong rate everybody wants a playstation and then having people on tiktok and and you know all these stories just kind of like having their girlfriend wanting to buy a playstation for their husband or their boyfriend or whatever like you've seen all those uh videos and memes and all that stuff like it just kind of brings so do you think it's awareness it's a pop culture thing at this point i think so at this point it has to be right because i mean for it to sell 10 million copies i mean obviously it's a lot of factors right pop culture the 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 fact that sony has a a following that is almost unprecedented at some points right because you have sony fanboys that are very um inclined to buy a playstation solely just for the games right because the games they're sell they're triple a games yeah you can't get anywhere else and i think that has a huge factor into it but um, I, I think it's a lot of a lot of things, especially you know, it's although it's hard to find one, it's still hard to find one till this day. Um, the pandemic, yeah, we're almost we're almost going into a year. Of, right, the of pandemic it, you know? can, could have either hindered it or made it better because people were staying home. They wanted something to play, so they probably had more of a reason to buy a to console buy a P- or something. Because we were still in the middle of the pandemic when it released, so right, it, it, no one could do anything. So it's like, I'll just play video games at home. You know, right. Um, there's a lot of factors, you know, it's really hard to kind of pinpoint exactly what it was, but I think word of mouth, the pop culture influenced it for sure. And then PlayStation as a brand, right? What PlayStation means now is completely different than what it meant, you know, when the PS2 era happened, right? Like now it's a, it's a staple in, in, at homes and you know what PlayStation has to offer just like Xbox. Now they're making that, that brand awareness, right? Yeah. I think that's key too. Is is the internet is what you said, right? Because back when the PS2 or, or even the PS3 got released, um, the internet was still it was still there, but like it wasn't in your face, like you said, like TikTok and all that stuff. But and it was it was mostly word of mouth at that point. You would go over a friend's house and they'd be like, "Oh, well, you got a PS2? You got how is it? You know what I mean? Yep. You didn't get you weren't like flooded with like PS5, PS, you know what I mean? Whereas like yep. now. It's just it's just PS5, and I think some of it has to do with the fact that for PS3 at the end of its cycle or during that, Sony I feel like lost some of its fans right because Xbox was so prevalent during that that generation with the 360. So we lost a lot of people to Xbox, and then the PlayStation 4 came out, right? And the beginning of it, people were still kind of skeptical about it, right? With the Xbox Series X, they were like, mm, you know, PlayStation, I, I like it. You know, I had I had a PS2, blah, yada yada. Um, and I think in that process with the PlayStation four cycle, it started gaining back people's faith in Sony. Mm -hmm. It happened, I think during PlayStation four where Sony was like, you know what? Like we're going to come off these banger games, these Sony exclusive games again. And again, like we saw at the end of the general, like last of us Two, all that kind of stuff. And we're, we're going to make it so like the PlayStation games are the games to get. And with that momentum at the end of PlayStation's, playstation 4's life cycle that's Mm -hmm. what carried over to playstation 5 and why it's the console to have yeah yeah and i think it's it 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 served them right i mean i think they did a great job at you know showing everyone that this is a place to play games you know and meanwhile now we're having microsoft really giving them a you know an edge at this point right like they're really working hard to trying to grab um uh, some of that piece of the pie and it's great like we can also talk about how all the consoles right now are selling at great rates like playstation microsoft and nintendo are all doing great yeah you know in the midst of a pandemic and it's just great for for everyone right because like they're they're doing great that means we're getting more games we're getting better um stuff i'm waiting for discord on ps5 you know like there's things that help with all this right the The fact that we have this momentum with this ps5 so early yeah, and it's been out less than a year. Tells me that we're it's it's gonna be a fun ride. There's yeah, gonna be I mean, we still fun. have years to come, so it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. I'm I'm happy that Sony has made it this far, and they're gonna make way more money once all these AAA games start coming out, and it's just gonna get better and better. This is kind of a shallow reason. Okay, but do you think the design of the consoles themselves, the PlayStation Five versus the Xbox Series X? Do you think that has something to do with it? 
do you think because the Xbox Series X was just a box, like a little like a little PC tower, mm. um, versus you see the PlayStation Five? You got to think about like a little as a little kid too, right? Think as a little kid. If you have them both next to each other, right, and your mom and dad is like, pick one. Which one of the pillows yeah. are you gonna pick? PS Five stands out like a sore thumb, right? Yeah, um, but it looks cool. Like some people don't like the design, but it kind of looks futuristic. It kind of looks um, premium. It looks very classy. Like there's a lot of things that you can throw any keywords out there. It just it looks very like, you know, they did a phenomenal job with making the system to stand out at least, right? Um, they could have made it a little having smaller. It white. Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big boy. Yeah. Um, but it, it's it it stands out right, and it's a centerpiece kind of thing, um, and people like that stuff, you know. I'm 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 curious to see what the next iterations of it will look like, like the slims and stuff like that. Um, yeah. I wonder if they're gonna. Usually, the slims tend to be a little more conservative, mm-hmm. um, with the way it looked. But yeah, I think, and also about Xbox too, they haven't released any numbers yet, really, because sure. and what they're doing is they're not giving you just the x numbers or the s numbers they're combining the two yeah when they give their numbers like series x and s we're like but they're not the same thing they're not the same thing like they're different you know yeah so we'll have to see i mean uh uh-huh no sorry i was just gonna say um jump piggybacking off of this with the playstation all that i do want to say that sony did announce today or yesterday i think it was today that they finally have an update coming out i don't know if you were going to talk about that or not but yeah i was uh, gonna at the end but okay go ahead no no, no, do it do it you just shoot it just gonna say that there's an update coming out there's a beta now for it but the update um finally allows players to switch their uh, ssd drive to a more kind of you know like a third party or something like that so uh, you're able to do that, but it's a little, it's a little, um, it's a little hard for for some players, right? Because th- it has to be a specific SSD drive, and it has to, I guess, something regarding the, um, uh, I don't know, it's some type of specific SSD drive that you need, and it's gonna cost like an arm and leg. It's like over two hundred bucks. So I was just gonna try to talk a little bit about that and see what your thoughts on that was. Um. I think they should make it as easy as possible, honestly. I don't know why they're making it so difficult for you to pop a, a drive in there. Um, it could be because of, like, software issues and stuff like that. But do I think this is going to be a hindrance to people to getting this PlayStation 5? Mm-hmm. No, it's just an annoyance, right? Yeah. As far as, so- like... Continue. What were you saying? Oh, <laughs> no, I was just going to uh, read a quote from The Verge here. It says, Sony notes you'll need an M2 SSD um, and has the speeds of uh, 5,500 megabytes or faster. Um, so that's kind of like you can get like a Samsung 980 Pro or a Western Digital right now. Um, so, yeah, just it's throwing that out there. And plus, it's going to be also an, a huge update, not just that. So there's a bunch of other fixes that will include, um, you know, improving the UI and all that stuff. So... That's that's exciting, you know. No, it it hundred percent is. Um, we have I have an M uh, M two dot yeah M two dot uh solid state mm-hmm. drive in our PC, and so do you, and it's it's ridiculously fast. So yeah, definitely worth the upgrade. But again, there's actually a funny quote that I'm reading on here. It says, "Got to take out a student loan and get my master's in electrical engineering so I could upgrade my PS five SSD." It's really How, not that hard. But to do I mean, it. it's it's making people are saying that it's it's. It is hard. Like I think they're comparing it to like they're lazy. Xbox. Let's be honest. Yeah, they're not like I can't just and put it in. But it's like sure, if you're used to PC, it's yeah. the same shit. You know, yeah. like it's honestly the I I hate that whole like oh it's so hard to do like it's not hard. You take out the the, the plastic and then you insert it. There's nothing in there. There's there's no SSD uh, drive in there. You just insert the one that you bought and you're good. The only issue right now that I'm seeing on the internet is that apparently you have to buy some type of cooling paste or thermal paste along with it because i guess it, it'll overheat if you don't which i don't know why that's not something that i don't know i don't know that doesn't make sense to me um but i'll have to look into it a little bit more but um uh, it's oh it says here um using an m2 ssd with your ps5 console requires effective heat dissipation with a cooling structure such as a heat sink that's what it is uh, explain sony so you can attach one to your m2 ssd yourself either in a single side format or a double side format so that part right there i can understand why people are a little frustrated with because 
you know, Johnny doesn't know anything about PCs. If you're going to try to yeah, get to but upgrade, there's, that's going to be a problem. There's there's uh, SSDs that have the heatsink already on there. Right, but is it compatible for PS5? That's the problem. It, you know what I mean? it says, I think it says, it is. It says, then you'll need a heatsink provided the drive you get doesn't have one built in. Right. So, and then after that, it's pretty easy to pop in. You just take off the screws. That's what I'm saying. And you just slide it right in, just like you did on your on your PC. If you yeah. are used to a PC, this is simple. But if you're not, I think a lot of people are just really complaining for nothing. I, I understand the Xbox does it way easier. You don't have to do anything else. But this is not bad, guys. Come on, like stop complaining over nothing. You knew this was the case before the PS5 was announced. Get over it. It's just one, it takes you five minutes to do. That's that's the quickest. I mean, that's the, the beauty of having an M2 app because you're not going to complain about it after you have it in your, your console because it's going to be so much faster and nicer. Sure. With the yeah. storage, so. Um, Kelv, we're at the end of the episode here. Any closing thoughts? Um, no, man, it's been a long, it's been a long uh, conversation. Over, over an like hour. the longest one. This is great. Maybe the I like longest it. one. Um, so, a little news for me. I will be in a different space next next week. So, dope. Bear with me as I make that transition. Um, but yeah, guys, leave us um, a comment on YouTube. Subscribe to our channel. Um, we post videos there every week. And, you know, we do the podcast every Friday at 7 a.m. on all major streaming services. Um, and yeah, Kelf, any closing thoughts? No, man. Um, hopefully your transition over to the new place is, is smooth, right? Yeah, and should be. Hopefully, it's not a, a pain in the ass because moving is always a pain in the ass. <laughs> so yeah, but it's it's not too big of a move. I think I'll be all right. So yeah. I'll, we'll be fine. All right. Well, I'll see you on the other side. You'll have right. a dope ass room, right? I'm sure, right? I hope so. I mean, again, it's a transition period. I'll have to do a bunch of stuff, but the PC sure, sure. and all this equipment will be will be set up for this yeah. for next week. So all right, all right. I'll see you soon. Bye. All right, man. See you.